that, baby! But here, I've met a lot of people and I've played some too. And there's one thing I know, people like to talk. <laughs> it's the Spudcast. That's where you at. Hey, where baby? How y'all making this evening? Thanks for joining me here on the Spudcast podcast. As I'm talking up my ask with the Marquis de Mardi Gras, Arthur Hardy, who has wonderful news since Crudabu passed through unscathed. It looks like Mardi Gras is going to happen, but he also just finished publishing a new book about Rex. And so we'll talk to him about that. Arthur Hardy here on the Spudcast, talking out my ass right after this. Hey, guess what? The pandemic's finally winding down. Looks like you might get to go on a little vacay, but where are you going to go? I got an idea. Go fishing. Get yourself a licensed and insured fishing guide at lasaltwater.com. They got a guide for everything and every place. Inshore fishing, offshore fishing, fly fishing, kayak fishing, bow fishing, you name it fishing. At lasaltwater.com, there's pictures and videos of all the happy fishermen and women and kids. And don't be the one that got away. Go to lasaltwater.com and book your charter today. It's summertime, summertime, some, some, summertime, and that means hurricanes and heat. So how are you going to handle it this year? How about with a brand new whole house generator and an upgraded AC system from Serentine Refrigeration? My power went out during Hurricane Zeta for 10 whole seconds. Then my Serentine service generator kicked in. We were even able to run extension cords to the neighbor. And Serentine will keep your AC running smooth and cool even in the dead of August. Call Serentine today, 504-833-8831. 833-8831, tell them Spud sent you. Talking to the Marquis de Mardi Gras, Arthur Hardy, here on a, a very momentous day. And it's also a very beautiful day, which is why we're sitting outside at the Royal Blend. You hear people yakking around, I'm not going to tell them not to talk. It's the Royal Blend. That would be rude. It would be very rude, and <laughs> I have been known to be rude, and then I got married, and my wife kicked my ass, so every time I'm rude, somehow she seems to find out about it, you know? <laughs> I won't so, tell. You know, <laughs> that don't matter. She'll find out anyway. <laughs> Somebody's like, there's some little gnome wandering around with a camera and a, and a Facebook link, and I'm all over the place. How you doing? You're looking good. Um, couldn't be more better, as we say in New Orleans. Life is good. We're going to have Mardi Gras, bud. We are going to have Mardi Gras. Yeah, the mayor has done said so. so well, it, all kinds of stuff can happen between them, but I, I don't want to jinx it. No, but, please don't. <laughs> yeah, really. But uh, So we're going to have Mardi Gras this year, and, yep. and across the board. Yep, looks like it. There's some question about parade routes, but, but the main thing is that we're going to have Mardi Gras, and uh, that's a real good thing. Are they now pushing it to everybody do the exact same route and that's well, it? Well, that's, that's been suggested. I'm not sure that's logical or, or even possible, but uh, we've got a little time to work that out. But the good news is it's officially been blessed now by the mayor that we're going to do this, uh, you know, unless there's some extraordinary... Yeah, meteorite. Yeah, yeah, yeah something, something like, like that. that. Yeah, yeah, yellow fever. <laughs> well, I mean, when they talk about... I mean, okay, so to not have Endymion roll from where it starts... Yeah. I mean, you can't even, you can't line up Endymion Uptown anywhere. There ain't no place to put it. No, and remember, you've got Tux and Iris that day, too, up to town, two yeah. mega parades. Uh, so, no, I think they belong in Mid-City, and hopefully they'll be able to work it out. But, but again, the good news is Mardi Gras got the green light, and uh, what little doubt there was has been removed, and that's a real good thing. What, what, what kind of things were in the way? I mean... What do you, and I want to use the word appease because that's not really correct, but what do you got to do to appease the mayor to make sure everything that she thinks needs to happen is is happening? I think this crew of booths helped quite a bit that there was no outbreak of, uh, two or three weeks after. Mm -hmm. You know, they surveyed people, found out most of them were vaccinated. 
all of the numbers in the whole state were leading the country, you know, in, in the uh, lack of COVID. So, I mean, it's external factors that have nothing to do with Mardi Gras that actually make Mardi Gras possible. And I think she's reading the tea leaves correctly, trusting the science, and says this. How, how would you justify canceling it? <laughs> you know? um, I mean, it doesn't make any sense yeah, to me, but yeah. still. Yeah, you know. so it's, it's great news, and uh, now everybody can move forward. And personally, from my publishing business, I'm really happy. You know, I'm not trying to sell ads, and people are saying, can you guarantee there'll be a Mardi Gras? Well, I can't guarantee I'll be here tomorrow. You can't guarantee there will be a tomorrow, much <laughs> no. less me being here no, tomorrow. No, but I understand that. But now that excuse has been removed. <laughs> well, uh, what kind of cool picture you got? What is, what is your your very clever artistic designer come yeah, up with I this to, time? Yeah, I have to show it to you. Uh, it's a, uh, what do we call it? It was going to be a, a Mardi Gras uh, menagerie, but now it's a carnival carousel with various crew signature animals like the uh, Bacchusaurus and yeah. Leviathan and things like that yeah. on a carousel like in City Park. Flying horses, what we used to call them. And it's kind of neat. It's different. Very different. That sounds very yeah. cool, actually. Yeah. That, that, yeah, I'm happy with it. And we're about two weeks behind schedule, but we'll always make our deadlines. And yeah, but you're two weeks behind schedule, but the fact is, you know, that you normally get to pull the trigger a whole lot earlier than yeah. this. Yeah, time. and people understand that. And I'm fortunate in that if we're out a couple of weeks later than usual, it's not like somebody can go buy somebody else's Mardi Gras guy. You know, we've, we've got it, so they'll just have to wait a little bit longer. And but hopefully, we won't lose any sales. Will you do do more people go online for it, or more people get the actual book? No, they they buy it in stores. You know, we've got a lot of retail outlets, and we've been really blessed with good distribution and and loyal readers who collect these things. You know, we sell back issues even. So it's I've been blessed. It's a good business. It is a cool book. Thank you. I mean, it really. Well, Thank I mean, but it is. Well, it's. I mean, it's well put together too. It's not just some staple in the middle type of thing. It's got all the accurate information that you need. The we artwork try. in it is great. The stories in it are great. The history is always. I mean, you know, the cool thing about it is there is so much Mardi Gras history that you have, you know, oodles of stuff to even pick and choose from. You're never going to run out because every year you got more history. Haven't run out forty six years. I, you know, my goal is to make it to year fifty, uh, which I think I've got a good shot of doing. And then we'll see. Well, you know, my wife says I can retire two weeks after the autopsy, so <laughs> I've heard more, that story. A few more good years than me, I hope. <laughs> well, speaking of history, uh, you guys have, uh, have published this book written by Stephen Hales about Rex, 150 years of the School of Design for the for the Rex organization. I want to get more into this book in our next segment. Great. But right now, I want to talk about the importance of Rex mm -hmm. to Mardi Gras and the importance of Rex to the city of New Orleans. Yeah. I mean, Martin, the city of New Orleans would not be what it is without Mardi Gras. True. Uh, it's, it is part of our culture. I mean, and going back to after Katrina when people were criticizing us for, for you know, having Mardi Gras. Mm -hmm. And we said, that's who we are. That's right. Don't, I'm not going to go to Iowa and tell you who you are. This is who we are, and this storm ain't going to stop us from doing Amen. it. Amen. And it didn't do it yet. Unfortunately, a big cootie from China, and I don't want to get into the politics, but a cootie put the quietest on it. But it only put the quietest on the parades. That's right. It did not put the quietest oh, on the no. celebration of Mardi Gras. You can't kill Mardi Gras. We did floats in the Oaks, and we did the porch uh, house floats, and uh, no, you can't keep us down. You know that. Yeah. But now, <laughs> let's talk about the actual crews themselves in this book. 
That's okay. I'm going to edit out that sound right there, too. You all right? Yeah, I'm fine. You want to pause? Second? No, 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 no I'm good. I'm good. All right. Because uh, I don't want to be doing no autopsy. No, no, no. <laughs> Not till you're 50. Yeah, that's right. Um, 150 Years of the School of Designs by Stephen Hales. Mm-hmm. How, uh, what has Rex had more so? I mean, this the king of carnival. Mm-hmm. So would... Would Mardi Gras be what it is today without Rex? I mean, would it be? Because Comus doesn't parade anymore, and it's right. still, it was people were PO'd when when it shut down parading, and people blamed the city council, and people blamed them. It's like get off your high horse and get back on your floats, and mm-hmm. they didn't do that. Mm-hmm. How? But but how different of a quote unquote Mardi Gras would the would the city have if people like the Rex organization weren't there? Well, it's a great question. Um, when Rex came along in 1870, there were only two parades, Twelfth Night Revelers, which paraded on Twelfth Night, January 6th, and Comus on Mardi Gras Night. Lovely affairs, but, but small, the balls were private, and th- they certainly weren't tourist attractions. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rex decided to, to organize a lot of random street maskers. It's, you know, you guys are all over town having a good time. Why don't we bring all of you together and have a parade? And that's how Rex started. Within a year, it became a tourist attraction. Railroads around the country were advertising New Orleans as a destination. Hop on a train, go see Mardi Gras. So, uh, remember, this is during Reconstruction. The city was down, and this was a way to bring it back. So, Rex gave us the first day parade, the King of Carnival, the colors, the flag, the anthem. Uh, eventually, much later, 1960, the doubloon, the first crew signature throw, throw other than the Zulu coconut. Uh, I mean, would we have any of those things if... Would there have been any day parades if Rex didn't start that concept? And it was the only day parade for, you know, 30 years or so. So uh, we owe them, I think, the whole model of parading now. Uh, And then much later on, they became a philanthropic organization, and we can talk about that later. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, pro, uh, I can't even pro think. Pro bono publico. Pro bono publico. And they've, they've the kicked in a lot of money. Oh, say <laughs> I mean, every year they crank I got a friend of mine who was in Rex, and uh, he won't tell me how much and mm-hmm. how they always go about spending it. Mm-hmm. But he goes, yeah, rest assured, I'm out ever, all year long raising money for this. Well, they've so. given $9 million since Katrina to public schools. And uh, that's the future of, of the city, as far as I'm concerned, is public education. If you don't have a viable public school system, it doesn't matter how good the Jesuits and Brother Martins and Mount Carmel's and Dominicans are. You know, we need a good, solid, free education system. And Rex has done a lot to help that improve. All right, we're going to step away for a second here. Arthur Hardy, the Marquis de Mardi Gras, is my guest. We're talking about Mardi Gras, of course. Although, there are other things you and I can talk about. Oh, we absolutely. just never do. We just always talk about this. Saints need a quarterback. Saints, Saints need, a quarterback. need a quarterback. Saints need a quarterback. I don't know. I don't I don't. I don't know. Just tell Breeze, tell Breeze to get rid of the toop. You know what? I mean, the same thing yeah. Tell Breeze to get rid of the toop. That ain't Breeze. I don't, don't let them NBC people tell you what to look like. We all know what you look like. Yeah. It's like, it's like, like when uh, Oprah Winfrey tried to brush that birthmark off of his cheek. <laughs> it ain't going nowhere, baby. Anyway, when we come back, though, Rex, 150 Years of the School of Design by Stephen Hales, this book that's out that Arthur has published. And uh, we'll find out where you can get it and what's in it and, uh, and the history that's going with. On the Spudcast, coming back right after this. Do you know what it means to miss New Orleans? The next time you have to travel, take along a couple of pounds of Parish coffee, and you won't be missing New Orleans for long. Brewed right here in the land of coffee lovers, Parish coffee has the taste you're looking for. 
From dark roast to coffee and chicory to flavored coffees like Bananas Foster or Bourbon Pecan, French Vanilla or King Cake or you name it, Parish Coffee has a flavor just right for you. Look for the bright purple bag in the coffee aisle of your favorite market. Or order it online, have it sent right to your door. What a perfect gift for any coffee aficionado. Sip the soul of New Orleans in every cup of Parish Coffee. Uh-oh, that doesn't sound too good. You better start filling sandbags. Oh, wait, you don't have to do that anymore because you have the home team advantage. You called Home Team Elevation at 504-301-1222, and you got your home lifted above the flood. No more worries for you. What about your mama's house or your uncles or your brothers? Home Team is ready to lift their spirits even higher than your home. Get the Home Team advantage by calling 504-301-1222 or go to hometeamelevation.com. All right, we're back talking to Arthur Hardy, the Marquis de Mardi Gras, publisher of the Mardi Gras Guide, and now the publisher of the latest book, Rex, 150 Years of the School of Design. And this is written by Stephen W. Hales. Uh, Walter Isaacson did the preface for it, and you published it. Right. First off, it's a beautiful piece of work. It's a magnificent you. book. That, uh, you know, it's, it's, I mean, it could be Simon and Schuster, you know. Um, <laughs> But uh, first off, Stephen Hales was Rex in 2017, uh, a retired pediatrician in New Orleans and the Rex historian and archivist and just a great friend. And uh, we spent two years working on this book with uh, my art director, David Johnson, and my wife was the editor. And uh, it was quite a project. It's the largest crew history ever done, 260 pages, about 100,000 words of text, about 800 pictures, every king and queen of Carnival, except one. The 1879 Queen, we couldn't find a picture of her. She moved to Scotland uh, in the 1880s, and we found the family, but no photos. So we have almost every queen depicted in the book. Well, you could have drawn a picture. Nobody would have known. I, I wanted to do that, but Stephen <laughs> said, no, no we, we have too much integrity. I said, speak for yourself. Yeah, really, I ain't got none, you know. Now we got a hole in it. Now yeah. that's all we're talking about is the hole that's in it. And all. There, there it, it is. is. <laughs> Look, it's a bad profile. Yeah, it's a, you know? <laughs> we put a silhouette. But let's not talk about what's not in the book. Yeah. What's in the book is really a comprehensive history of 150 years. And we even have a compendium in the back where we list all 4,000 floats that have rolled since 1872. And let me tell you, was that a job, I'll researching bet. that? Yeah, pictures of those? Uh, not all of them, no. Yeah, but you could draw those. Yeah, Nobody can yeah, because yeah. it always comes on the paper anyway, drawn. There you go. You know? But it was a fun project, and I think an important one, because, as you said, Rex has done so much for the, not just Carnival, but for the city of New Orleans. And to chronicle that and have it preserved for... Um, all mankind, you know, it's a pretty neat thing. Good project. This, w I mean, this would be an excellent project for somebody to do, you know, like a, like, like a, a, a history. I mean, this is a history book. So yep. basically, this yeah. is a reference for somebody who wants to do something about Mardi Gras in general. E so exactly, yeah. And a lot, lot of pictures. And we just, uh, most of the pictures have never been published before. And our problem was, what do you leave out? You know, there were so many good, I mean, Rex is probably the most photographed, not probably, the most photographed parade ever, you know, Fat Tuesday, uh, with all those, well, used to be cameras and film, now it's all digital, but yeah, uh, it's a well-chronicled uh, celebration, and uh, it, was, it was a joy to put this thing together. It's available, and it's a limited edition, it's available from the Rex website, which is rexorganization.com, pretty easy. And uh, only in two bookstores, the Garden District Bookshop and Octavia, but it won't be on sale until November 15th. But the website you can order yeah, anytime. But order, and, and I mean, it's one of those deals where you can 
if you go online and order it. Yep. I mean, it's not a limited edition printing. Well, it is. Yeah. In other words, once these are gone, we won't be going into a second printing. So. Um, well, how many is in the printing? We did four thousand, which is not a lot. No, it ain't. You know. That ain't uh, very much. We got about six hundred members in Rex, and certainly we think each of them will buy it. But um, so you know, like I said, when they're gone, they're gone. So grab yours now. <laughs> yeah. Well, this would make a great Christmas gift for I anybody so. who's a, a Mardi Gras aficionado. We're, we're hoping some. Uh, Companies, maybe banks or law offices, might say, you know, set up a bottle of wine for Christmas. We'll give this history book out. It's beautiful. So we'll see. That's very nice. So, okay, the this, this School of Design. Um, that's the it, corporate name for it, Rex. Yeah. Oh, that's, really? Yeah. That's. Oh, I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm learning they, something new every no, day. No, they, they don't hold classes, and, they, you know, so it's not a real school. The only thing to design is the parade, but that's been their corporate name since 1872. And... Uh, it's, I'm not exactly sure why they chose it, excuse me, but... Uh, no, and I don't, it doesn't make any sense to me, but, but that's a lot okay. of things don't. <laughs> well, I mean, because, but the, the fact is, so now, like, it was Henri Schindler, the uh, chancellor of the School of Design, when he was there? I <laughs> mean, who's the chancellor Henry. now? Who's no, the one who designs he, all these outfits? He's, no, he's the artistic director and does a good job, but they've got quite a team that put together the floats and the costumes and all, and... It's quite an organization. That that parade they do is just second to none, and it's not the biggest. You know, it is the no. oldest, but you don't have to be the biggest to be super. You know, and, well, and Maureen other, is always complaining yeah. about how the, the floats are just too big, how it used to go in the quarter. Yeah. You know, they're, and they're just, they're too big. And I mean, she remembers, too. I'm not going to get away age, I guess, well, but, These you know. floats could go in the French Quarter because they did. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's the same floats. <clears throat> and so could Proteus and Babylon and her. A lot, a lot of them could still, but... Uh, in, in general, Mardi Gras got not just the floats, but the crowds got so big that if you had a fire in the quarter during a parade, you know, it would be pretty tough. Well, and you know, true. Know. Well, I mean, they have the walking crews. I mean, they I, do. we always go. We go early on Mardi Gras morning, mm -hmm. and we're masked. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. our family tradition. I mean, and we go to the Metairie parades, and we go like I'll be in Homa this year yeah. with my new gig and this and that. But we always like to go early, early Mardi Gras morning. We catch uh, Pete Fountain, half-ass yep. walking. Yep. We uh, and the ones who ride around on the bicycles that they turn into dragons. Yeah. So I mean, society of Saint Anne. Huh? We we go and and we hang out. We always forget to take a picture by Joan of Arc, you know. <laughs> but uh, but we hang out around uh, Lafitte's Blackman's shop yep. and, and catch some photos and a couple of drinks there. And then we're we're usually out of there by around one o'clock. Yeah. yeah. You know. Then let let the second wave come in and do the cuckoo stuff. <laughs> We're all we're gone by that. The well lubricated crowd. Oh uh, yeah. Well, I used to be in that well lubricated crowd. Yeah, I think we all were in my younger years. Yeah. Well, you know, we. I used to get because I'm tall and I have fairly big shoulders. I used to get strange women, shall I say, who would just want to climb up on me and sit on my shoulders and catch beads, and then I figure, well, we'll go catch a drink at. No, no, they got their stuff and they're gone. Nice I mean, it's like a pit pocket or something, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so I quit doing it. I'm going, I'm, I'm going to catch a cramp in the back of my neck and I don't get nothing for it. Forget about it. Um, if in this 150 years mm -hmm. of the School of Design, how, I mean, how do you not repeat yourself? These, well, none of these, I'm looking at, mm -hmm. the, at the pictures in here, yeah, yeah. none of these things, except for like the float, the, obviously the king's float, yeah. but they never look the same. Yeah, well, they, you know, they have what they call signature floats, the Jester float, the bandwagon, buff gras that, that they do do every yeah. year. But, but then all the others, it's a new theme each year, and the floats are whited out, torn down, 
and a new parade is created. Now this year was interesting because it didn't parade in 2001. So that entire parade uh, had to be broken down and the props saved for 23 because 22 is 150th anniversary, a special. So other crews that didn't parade last year could just save them yeah. and run them again. Not Rex. So Rex had to really do So the 21 parade is going to be 23. They're, they're not giving it up. Yet. Oh, they're no, going to do no, 23. No. But it was a great expense to them to build it, tear it down, and you know, they yeah. saved the props. But, but no, it's a fresh work of art every year, well, and that's how, a job. How far in advance do they do they make the design? How far in advance do they come up? And look, let's, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I have to tell you, some of these themes that uh, they come yeah, up with yeah. look pretty silly. Well, you know, they're, they're classical in nature, and it's not sitcom TV's greatest hits or anything. Yeah. On the Water, Real and Fanciful, Chronicles of Fairyland. That one I could see. <laughs> Illustrations from literature. But some of these things are kind of kind of goofy. Well, when you, you know. It, you know, it depends on your perspective. Some of them are, are classical in nature or mythological. And, and uh, you know, Rex has a program with the schools each year where the kids can study each float. And, and it's like an educational endeavor yeah. and learn something from it. Uh, but... I would think probably the parade for the next four years has been, if not designed, at least created in, on the artist's So they schedule. know what, yeah. yeah. They know what they're going to do. They know what they're going to do, yeah. so they do three yeah. to four years in advance. Yep. They really need to, yeah. But well, it works. It works. Well, I mean, well, also because they're not like crudités who, like, make fun of, of no, the current events. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah. They, they purposely go after. So their stuff is like, which you could tell. Yeah. I mean, their floats are pretty inventive, but they ain't nowhere near as beautiful as Rex. No, and they're not meant to be. And no. that's the neat thing about Mardi Gras. Everybody does their own thing. You know, speaking of satire, you wonder in these sensitive times how much can parades like Daytona and Chaos step out this year? You know, you, people you used to be able to make fun of, no, uh no more, you know. So it's well. The thing of it is, though, I mean, they make fun of everybody. No, they do. They're equal opportunity yeah, offenders. Equal, yes. But, but, you just I think they have to be more careful now than in the past. People are not laughing at themselves as they once did. Well, yeah, it seems like nobody laughs at themselves yeah. anymore. And that's a shame. You know, I mean, it's just you have to be able to laugh at yourself. It's supposed to be because fun. you can't take yourself seriously. No. If you take yourself too seriously. You're never number one. You're never going to be happy no, in life, no. and I mean, you don't even know what happiness is. But number two, there are people who deserve ridicule. Yeah, I've done stupid things in my life, and I got ridiculed for it. And went, I, I deserved it. I've yeah. had my face slapped yeah. more than once. Yeah, you know. You know, but the thing I mean, it's not going to. It's not, not the gonna, end of the world. No, no and it's no, not going to rule the rest of my life. Yeah, you know. But there's some people out there who, if you can't see the world through their eyes, mm. then you're an idiot, and you need to just yeah. sit down and shut up and do what you're told. And I ain't doing that, and no. neither is Mardi Gras. No, and I won't either. <laughs> I'm so, with you there, Spud. <laughs> all right. So when is Mardi Gras this year, uh, 22? March the 1st. So it's a fairly long one. Yep, yep. And so. uh, I think it'll be the most anticipated one ever. You know, there's so much energy pent up, and people are ready. People are ready. I know they're ready. I know, I know I'm, I'm ready. ready. <laughs> I am ready for it. All right, thanks, Arthur Hardy, the Thank Marquis you, de Mardi Gras. The book is Rex, 150 Years of the School of Design, which I didn't know. The corporate yeah, name yeah, is yeah. School yep. of Design. Yep. Stephen Hale's book, Arthur's company produced it, uh, published it, and the public. when's the guide coming out? Oh, we'll be out early January. Early January. Yep. Probably by the 6th. I uh, hope so. Trying hard. That's the thing. All right, and you can go online. Yep. MardiGrasGuide.com. MardiGrasGuide.com. And, and Rex, order the book at RexOrganization.com. There it is. You don't need any more. All right. Thanks a bunch. Wrapping up the podcast right after this.
Well, it finally looks like we're going to be spared the COVID lockdown this summer. Of course, there's other medical needs besides a big cootie, sprains, breaks, stitches, pink eye, bug bites, sunburn. Some of these can be diagnosed and treated over the phone with telemed. But whatever your malady, Rapid Urgent Care is open 365, even on holidays, ready to treat you quickly and professionally. Whether you're on the North Shore or the South Shore, summertime bobos don't stand a chance at Rapid Urgent Care. Just go to rapidurgentcare.com for the address and number of the clinic nearest you. Are you ready to launch? The American Space Alliance wants to accelerate and support space exploration for the benefit of all Americans, and not just for national pride. You know how many products are created by and for NASA that we use every day? Scratch-resistant lenses, dustbusters, LASIK eye surgery, solar cells, firefighting equipment, LEDs, insulin pumps, the list just keeps on growing, and it needs to keep on growing, because the next generation of space exploration has arrived and the American Space Alliance and NASA want you to be involved. You can follow ASA on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Go to exploreasa.org to find out more. Okay, Arthur Hardy, Marquis de Mardi Gras, with the latest book about the history of Rex that he just published. It's very limited edition. So go to the rexorganization.com to order your copy of it. Okay, and get ready for the Mardi Gras, because according to Arthur, it's happening. Thanks for joining me here on the Spudcast Podcast. Coming up later in the week... Uh, Sheriff Joe Lapinto, and just a casual conversation with him at the Royal Blinden Coffee Shop. So you'll hear a lot of cups banging in the background, but other than that, it was actually a nice conversation. So you can find me here on uh, on Red Circle and Spotify and Google Podcasts and Stitcher and Public Radio and Amazon, and on my Twitter at SpudGotDat, and also on uh, my Facebook page at Spud's Friends and Fans, John McConnell and the Big Teasy. And don't forget to keep listening. For uh, Mike Bradner's podcast, we'll talk about the turkey giveaway he's doing, and the uh, the TCU Food Bank's new podcast. And we'll be talking with uh, Valerie Robinson from the uh, Terrebonne Parish Animal Shelter. So we've got all kinds of cool conversations for you to tune into. Thanks for joining me here. Y'all watch out for the crazies, but I'm a gone pecan.